everyone, it's Shelly here at Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining in our faith journey. While the journey may feel long and tiring, know the effort is worth it. You will be transformed by God's word. We are being called to be a beacon of hope for many so that they might see God's love and forgiveness shining through us. I invite you to open your heart, love your neighbor, and enjoy the journey. Despite the harmful influences of our world, prepare to emerge strengthened, for it's in the little things and with God's love and guidance, we can change the world. Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, start of another week. This is our last week before Holy Week, and so I hope that this time we can come back together, try to dedicate each and every day to um, coming back to our reflections and readings and continue to become closer to God. So today is day 29 and uh, we are ready to start a wonderful week. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for continuing to be with us on this journey. Thank you for helping us to understand your word and our calling and help us to have uh, love towards one another, acceptance of one another, and forgiveness of one another so that we can become more closely dedicated to living our lives in your word by surrounding ourselves uh, with people who are also dedicated to your word. Help us to show love towards one another, accept our differences, and to move forward so that we can all continue to praise you, especially during these times. Help to open our hearts and recognize our own faults first uh, before we begin to, to condemn others. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, today, everyone, today we are hearing about a woman committing adultery, and actually in all three, um, in all three, well, I guess all two readings that we do, the first reading in the gospel today, we really hear a lot about this, but there are a lot of different perspectives uh, that, we, that we see as we are observing this from a third party, from, from observing this from afar. And so I want you to think about situations that you might have had when either you've been falsely accused or maybe you have had a sin of some sort, um, or maybe you have been one that you have heard about it and have continued to share um, that story in, in accusing that person whether or not you actually saw them commit the crime or sin. And so uh, the main concept we want to share today is being faithful versus being critical. And so as we hear about the St. Mary Macalup, uh, the Australia's first female saint, uh, we hear about her life and how she was critical of the church and she was willing to stand up to the bishop. It, this was in the late 1800s. So imagine a woman actually standing up for what she believes in, standing up to a bunch of men. This has not typically uh, been accepted. And so this act was really something that was very uncommon for this time and even today to stand up to a bishop um, and other church leaders. She had this uncommon uh, courage and boldness um, that she was willing to stand up for the things that she did not agree upon um, and, and didn't believe that, that were the true things that the church should be doing. And she did that 
out of her faith. And so instead of being critical of the church, um, she was being critical, but it was also being faithful. It was understanding what were the challenges happening at the time, and she felt called to, to stand up to those things. I couldn't help but think about uh, Martin Luther and his, uh, him standing up to the Catholic Church during his time. And I often thought about that and thought that, you know, this, this was pretty crazy that you would stand up. This was before I knew anything about the Catholic Church, really, that you would stand up towards an entire church and be one individual person um, being critical uh, of the way the church was operating. It wasn't until I traveled to Rome and really uh, experienced a lot of those things and learned about art history, but as that related to what was happening at the time, um, there was a lot of um, corruption happening within the church at the time. But you have to remember that we are all humans. We are all people that will make bad decisions. Um, unfortunately, that sin is within us and we can't get away from that. But what was happening at a time when Martin Luther broke away from the church, he felt that the, that the Catholic Church and those who were in leadership positions were taking the church in a direction that he felt was not uh, right for the people. It was not um, fulfilling God's love and God's testament and that it was getting away from that. And that's not for us as individuals to judge. Um, I understand why it happened, uh, and unfortunately, at the time, the Catholic Church wasn't willing to listen, um, and so therefore, they broke apart, and therefore, Christianity became, from that point on, moving forward, many others broke away as well, Christianity became the most splintered religion in the entire world. And so, I feel like we're being called to come back together at this time, um, to, to set aside our differences to admit that we were wrong uh, and to come back together in unity. And whether that's in our daily lives, whether that's in deep theological things, that's not for me to decide. But I hope that one thing that we can do as everyday people, you and me and those in our communities, we can set aside those differences and come back to, together to realize and recognize that we are all serving the same Lord. And we are in this together uh, to spread God's love, to live more like him. And so consider that when you're being critical of someone or something, are you being critical in a way that is allowing you to, to become more faithful and have a deeper connection serving our Lord? Or are you doing it to justify your own experiences or justify your own beliefs? I hope not, um, but hopefully we're able to come back together. And this is reiterated in our um, first reading and our gospel reading today as we hear about the woman and the accusations against her um, in that first reading of committing adultery. Actually, with, with that one, it was having relations um, with a man. So what happened was these two older men were watching her, this young woman, in the garden. And they would watch her and they were lusting for her. But they were hiding and just keeping quiet and not saying anything. Well, when the woman finally realized that they were watching her, she, she screamed and they ran off and it alarmed her father and mother. They came down and asked her what had happened and she told them and she was honest about that. And so when the father uh, uh, called those two men back and were accusing them, they made up this story that she was having 
relations with another man in the garden. And that was totally a lie. Um, and the woman, you know, there was nothing much that she could do, but because she was a woman, they wouldn't listen to her and they didn't believe her at least, uh, in, initially. And so the men, because they were elders in the church, the father believed him, got mad at the daughter. Um, but I have to believe that justice will be revealed eventually. Um, those who were committing those, the two men who were committing, um, that sin, uh, that would come back to to bite them. That would come back to uh, cut, wreak havoc on them um, because the woman was doing just as she had said. So then we go to the gospel reading where the woman actually did commit adultery and, and she did commit that sin. Um, but in that reading, uh, when Jesus was talking to her, Jesus said, um, said to them, uh, he, he let her recount her story. He let them recount their story and then said, if you are without sin, let you be the first to cast a stone. So instead of them just judging her, constantly judging her, Jesus said, why don't you look at your own life? And if you're without sin, then it's okay to uh, cast a stone at her. But as it turned out, when Jesus went back to the woman, he asked her if any cast their stone at her and she said no. And so it came to be that all of them had sins as well. They were unfaithful to God in some way as well. And so they didn't cast a stone on her. And although we can tell that Jesus was disappointed, we also see his ultimate forgiveness. He said, just go about your life. Do no more sin. Do as I've called you to do. Um, I have forgiven you, and he wants her to move forward with her life. And so there are many aspects of this story and the different um, relations that we hear about um, that I want us to think about today. So which of these could you relate to? And maybe there's more than one because maybe some of these things have happened um, in different ways. You've been a different part of this story in, in different parts of your life. So have you been falsely accused uh, to cover and to cover up your own sins. So do you falsely accuse somebody else of something to cover up your own sins, kind of like the two men in the garden? Um, did they start, have you ever accused somebody else of something so that the focus would be on their sins rather than on your own? How about, have you been innocent but falsely accused? Just like that woman in, in the garden? Have you been accused of something that you didn't necessarily do? Know that justice will prevail no matter what, um, and, and those things will happen. And so we have to not worry so much about everybody else's sins and their actions. So long we do our best and to live our lives um, in unity with God, that's what we're being called to do, not to be called out um, to, to condemn others. Maybe you've actually committed adultery. Maybe you've been the woman like we hear in the gospel reading. And she committed adultery, and although the other things had transpired, Jesus said to her, go and sin no more. I have forgiven you. And so she has been called that although she was deeply tempted and she actually sinned, Jesus says to sin no more. Maybe you've been accusing others of sins that they might have, have done, like the men who have accused the woman of, uh, of adultery. 
we're being called in that situation to look at our own sins. Just as Jesus said to them, he said, if, if you're not the first, if you have no sin, let you be the first to cast a stone. So look at your own sins first before you begin to judge others. And ultimately remember that God forgives always. He is calling us to sin no more. He knows that we will sin, but he's, we're being called to become closer to him, uh, to, to reflect on his, his life and how he uh, sacrificed his life for others. So what can we do to sin no more, to not accuse one another, and then also to forgive one another if they have sinned against us? Be thinking about this. Um, one other thing that I um, thought about a lot is um, do we respond humbly and accept uh, corrections? So jumping back to when we talked about the church um, in thinking about being faithful versus critical. The other co component that I wanted to, to share is that um, when somebody is critical of us, do we react right away and justify our actions or do we respond humbly and accept correction? Thinking about a coach, those who are champions, as they described in the book here, um, those who are champions love being coached and accept being coached because they know that somebody cares deeply about them and want to help them get better. And so are we willing to be coached and to know that we do have some things that we can work on? so that we can better become a better version of ourselves? Or do we hang on to our pride? When somebody tries to help us improve, do we hang on to our pride and are not necessarily coachable? So one book that just came out recently um, that I need to get my hands on, but I think talks a lot about this, is the book called Get Out of Your Own Way by Dave Hollis. Dave Hollis is Rachel Hollis's husband, and he, had, he went through this whole period of time where um, he felt inadequate because Rachel was making a rise in her career. And so she was constantly trying to help him, but he viewed that as being critical versus being faithful to her. And so we are called today to see how can we be more coachable and more faithful in God. And so instead of worrying about others' actions and their sins, let us focus on our own needs, our own sins, and become closer to God. Because when we focus on our own sins, that allows us to open up our hearts to then serve others. So as we close today, the prayer that we have at the end of the book today, I thought was very fitting. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, your saints teach us how to live when life gets difficult. They teach us how to endure all types of hardships. We all have to gra grapple with troubled times in our lives. And during those moments of darkness and difficulty, remind us to draw strength from the examples of your saints. Help us to be more coachable. Help us to know that we need to be faithful to you and not just critical of others, but maybe reflecting on our own sins and become more faithful to you. Lord, during this time, give us the energy, the courage, and the prayer that we need to endure this negativity in our world. Help us to endure this virus, no matter what component we live in, whether we're on the front lines, whether we're suffering with the virus, or whether we're at home with children trying to keep our families afloat during this difficult time and help answer the questions of our children. Help us all to realize we are in this together 
that we can be more faithful towards you in serving one another. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Hopefully this beautiful weather continues and we're able to look towards the coming of the resurrection. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.